Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. You ain't nothing but a hoe. You think you cute, you think you classy, but newsflash, bitch, you fucking nasty. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking nasty. Is... Well, you guys, she's great. Look at her oh, with the Jesus fucking Christ. hair. The pink hair. Go ahead, girl. Oh. Newsflash, bitch. You fucking nasty. This is my bio. <laughs> I'm gonna make that my bio. I live for weird people on the internet. And, and well, welcome to the Yard Podcast. <laughs> welcome, Amanda Blank in the building. Amanda Blank is Talking in the building. Hi guys. Crowd goes wild. <laughs> Amanda Blank is here. I'm here. How you doing, hon? I'm good, hon. I'm back, hon. Nice, nice Ready to, to be so happy You're to be home. You're living in the area. I am so mm-hmm. happy to be here. How do you how do you feel about the area? I mean, it's I mean, it's, it's trans- changed it's so, so much. much. Um, I like it. I love Philly. It's grown, right? It's grown, it's grown and grown, sexy, right? It's grown and sexy, which I really like because I am now grown and sexy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like a full adult now. Uh, I like I like the way it's shifting and changing. Yeah. Um, it needed to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I like that there's like all these kids here. There's all these like different scenes and things and parties and I don't really know what they are, but I know it exists, which right. makes me happy. Yeah. And it just feels like the city is really like thriving right now. Mm-hmm. Like there's shit to do. We didn't have a lot of shit to do 15 years ago. You know what I mean? Uh, we did and we didn't. So a lot of I think a lot of people feel differently. I always hear like the 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 lamenting of uh, oh we had much better parties back. Then. I mean, we did the parties where I mean, come on, yeah, come on now, because because yeah. it was at a time. But it's all where relative to your own world at that time, exactly, too. and your and your age and yeah. like your life experience. Mm-hmm. I will say that there is ha- there is something happening in Philly that. It, that that is the one thing that does kind of make me sad, but it's I th- it's everywhere really. Just like with how uh, how much immediate access we have to anything on the internet and any subculture, mm-hmm. like anything that's on the fringe doesn't really stay on the fringe. Yeah. It's hard to be like a weirdo I and feel, have right, it exist right, right, for a right. long time. I feel like Philly yeah, culturally culturally is not in New York's shadow anymore. No, absolutely not. I don't think so at all. When I, moved, when, I, when I moved here, shit, damn near we're approaching 20 years ago, yeah. uh, it was definitely, you could you could sense it from like a lot, you know, every, every direction. It was just like a, we're not a New little, York. little kid complex, you know, mm-hmm. little sister, little brother complex, mm-hmm. you know, and we're not New York. I, I wish oh, New York's so cool, but I think everything from music to on down oh, no, the line, Philly, 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 Philly is definitely like not in the shadow anymore. I don't think so. No, I, I no. totally agree. I almost, it's almost a it's almost a little too much more loud, like New York in a way. Right, like right. we've grown so much. I sort of love the the I liked that Philly and Baltimore were so um comparable in a lot yeah, of ways. Yeah, and it really was and they were actually like um everyone was kind of very homegrown and a product of the area. Yeah, and it's like... Where now we are like New York, like... A lot of trans Most people I know aren't from the area. No, and you can tell the fucking difference. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you that. I remember Rose said to me once, she was like, you want a real weirdo? Like, bitch, you got to go to Detroit. You got to go to Philly. You got to go to Baltimore. There's no weirdos in New York. There's no weirdos in LA anymore. Like, you got to go to these weird places. It's kind of why Naeem went to Minneapolis to finish the record because... For him, I think he needed to find a community of people that were doing cool shit 
but it wasn't like so blown up yet. Yeah. And that's the one thing I feel about Philly, like the subculture, the subcultures that used to exist when we were younger, it, it don't exist here in the same way. But I think that's just the internet. I don't, th- it's right. not just Philly, right, you know? Right. No, yeah, no, definitely. There's not like, People aren't like a product of a scene. Mm-mm. It seems like they're just kind of like all encompassing. Yeah, and that is yeah. that is a like a hundred percent sort of like product of the internet. Yeah, to, yeah, that, that effect. It's like everyone might may dress like people might dress differently, but everyone still just like listens to Drake. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like it's yeah. not like they're like there's like all these different like the Spotify is very like influential on mm-hmm. people hear all types of music. Like oh they're yeah, not just listening to. Like well, and it's funny because it's like I think about it when we were younger, like, and there were, you know, there were like at the time, like I remember like the early aughts, you know, late 90s, it was like you could go and there was like, if you went to, you if you went to like Sorted, you yeah. might not go to Holotronics. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then there was the group of us that there, did there, both. And we were the overlappers. We were the overlappers. Yeah. Like we were like, we want to hear Smith, the Smiths right. and we want to hear, you um, know, Cry Mob. Yeah, like we right, want to, right. you know. So, but now that's everybody. Yeah, which yeah. is good. Yeah, I mean, people and, and have it's like it makes it makes us you know, feel good because we were kind of like maybe champion that whole thing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I forget like what we lost last time. Yeah, I don't know. And we what, talked about rap music. Yeah, I don't think that shit made it. Yeah. Like when I listened, well, it was it was smack dab in the middle of Hot, hot Girl Summer, so right. we were like we were talking know, about Hot Girl Summer. We were talking yeah, about yeah. a lot of like the. the I new had a Hot Girl Summer for show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's still <laughs> continuing. I'm having a Hot Girl Winter. I'll tell you that. <laughs> hot, girl. <laughs> hot Girl. I fucking better. You know what I mean? I think I deserve it. So you're you you're back in Philly as so of I'm back December. in Philly. This is your home. This is my home. I'm here. I am. I finished my album. My yeah. band is here. So that also was like, because I was like, oh, do I want to stay in LA? You know? No. Like, I love it. LA. Yeah, I, I love LA too. LA yeah. is such if a great city. For, I would probably live there if it wasn't just for like family ties here. Yeah. You know? I mean, I was there for nine years. Damn, that's crazy. Nine years. And so, so long. Um, so I I love it. I love that city. There are people that I, that live there that I love very deeply. But if I I was only there because of my dude, right? He's from there, right? And when we decided to split, mm-hmm. I was like, eh, yeah, this is not this is not reason. the city for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I definitely I'm so East Coast. Yeah. So yeah, coming back here was good. And then my you know my band is here. My family's here. All my friends are here. Right. I feel like Naeem's not happy with me because yeah, he just moved to LA. Right. He's like, "Are you fucking kidding me, that bitch?" Is kinda, like, kinda really? Yeah. Like, I was like, "I've been asking you to get out here for a decade, but needed." Yeah. Do you have a new album out? I do. Well, it's not out yet. It's but not it's out done. yet. It's I got done. to hear. It. When's it coming out? Yeah, I liked it. Um, I haven't heard you. it. Um, um, I have to send it to you. Um, do. It's. Uh, I think it's going to come out this summer. Oh, it's, it's a good gonna summer come out album. This, uh, it, yeah, into, like summer into fall, I because it gets a little dark. It's a little dark. Oh, so you're you're waiting then? Well, I okay. So I'm not. I'm not sure. I've been speaking to a few labels uh-huh. about putting it out, but this is a really different world for me because it's a guitar album, right? And it's not rapping. Like it's and and there it's right. It's very different from anything you've very, ever done. Very Even different. your last album, which did have a lot of singing, like it's and, a pop and, stuff. Right, right. It was more. 
like, um, yeah, it was poppy. No, this is like electric guitars. Yeah, this is like electric guitars and shit. It's like uh-huh. kind of lo-fi and uh, it's like a really different world. Like if I had made a rap album or a dance album or a pop album, any, anything more electronic, I wouldn't know where to take it. Mm-hmm. But I made this album and yeah. like I was cracking up because I, you know, I sent it to Corey mm-hmm. and Corey, you know, and I worked together for a million years. Who's and Corey? I don't Corey know. Smith, Vin Staples, okay. Corey, uh, my Corey. Mm-hmm. I'm like, he was my Corey first. Okay. Love Corey. He's the best. But he's, you know, very much in the rap world. Right. And um, I remember I sent it to him and he was like, this is really beautiful, Amanda. Like, this mm-hmm. is really beautiful. Uh, yeah. I don't know where it goes. Right. You know, it's kind of like, like what, when I was listening to it, I was like, I really like this, but it's it's so different. It's from so anything. different from what I do. I know it exists. I know there's mm. people that will like it. Yeah, you know I mean? there's a world. And I yeah, there, and I know, like, I, I could see, I could hear it in on TV. I mm-hmm. could hear it it's very licensed. So that's where it's in the in the alternative like, guitar, like, like indie. It's, world. Yeah, it's like it. It's like an indie rock record right. in a lot of ways. But, like, like. I, I remember when I was mixing it, I sent it to Santi mm-hmm. just for some feedback. And she was like, oh, you could really come for like like the Beach House and like Lana Del Rey fans. Yeah. Which I thought was interesting that that was her take. Yeah, yeah. Because I didn't know, you know, I didn't know what, well, what she would like relate it to. Mike and I were on the way here and he was kind of describing it to me, what he'd heard. And I was like, I was like, oh, like. Kind of like Lionel Del Rey. <laughs> like, like, that, that was my reference. He was there's like, one I heard it was song. more a little more throwbacky, more Mine like a is Mazzy like Starish reminiscence. Yeah. So the whole album, sort of like conceptually, I wrote and recorded the entire thing in my teenage bedroom mm. that still exists to this day because my family are hoarders and they like don't throw anything away. It's <laughs> still the same, like a museum. Well, it's a, a fu- Cesar goes, it belongs in the fucking Smithsonian. Uh, <laughs> it's a relic more important than ancient Rome. That's right. what he said. It's <laughs> fucking like the 90s just like vomited everywhere. It's like 93 to 99. Yeah. 92 even. Because my it was my sister, my older sister's bedroom first. Mm. And she's, you know, several years older than me. It's like my age probably. Yeah. Older, yeah. And so she had that room and then it became my room. And it's just floor to ceiling pictures from magazines and posters and like it's hilarious and Naeem came in the room and he was like you know I always feel like I always felt like I kind of like I know you better than most people but seeing this Mm -hmm. makes you make so much more sense to me Mm -hmm. because it's like you know like a picture of like Lauren Hill and Lil Kim and then like a like Damon Albarn and like PJ Harvey and shit like all that and then like a thousand pictures of like Kate Moss and like just everything that was cool to a yeah. teenager in the nineties. Nice. Um, so th- all the influences are a lot of the music I listened to in high school, mm. Mazzy star, PJ Harvey, mm. Elastica, the cardigans, like the yeah. pop shit too, you yeah. know? So it's, it is different. And I say like nineties and then I think, I say it's like I was sort of inspired by my my teen years in the '90s, and then I think everybody thinks it's just going to like sound like a Breeders mm-hmm. album because I find that there is a lot of throwback '90s music that's happening in like the indie rock world, and it literally just sounds like fake Breeders. Mm-hmm. It's not that '90s, I think. In its no, it's sound it's kinda, to me. It kind of it has like uh, an air to it that's. It's definitely influenced from that, and you hear certain yeah. parts, and it makes you feel like it's that. Yeah, but it's not. 
It's not like a, I'd a direct him, duplication. Yeah. It's not like a Bruno Mars type, the way like Bruno yeah, Mars like will I'm gonna intentionally re- make a song that sounds like it was of made in that the era. 80s. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's not like Which that. Which is it's, cool, but yeah, that's yeah. not what I wanted to do. Right. And it's like all those albums already exist as far as I'm concerned. Why would I make right. yeah. like it already exists? So I needed to do something different, but... You know, it's like you can tell, like when Santi was like, "Oh, you guys love the Smiths." Like I could just hear it on all the guitars. Like Stephen loves Stephen's my brother-in-law that I wrote a lot of the record with, and she was like, "Oh, you can just totally tell he learned how to play the guitar Johnny, playing Johnny Marr." Johnny Marr. Johnny Marr. You know, mm. it's like really jang. I think that's when you say like folk. There's some jangly guitars. No, on the, the only reason I say folk is just like because the, the last way- one. No, no. I just it's because I just have a poor vocabulary of describing <laughs> that shit. Kind of the way like everyone calls like electronic music techno from like the northeast. We're like yeah, that techno shit. Yeah, te- like, you know, I love techno. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't like, think you do. Right. <laughs> That's just Mike's go-to for anything with guitars. With a guitar, yeah. like I'm a singer songwriter. Singer songwriter. So I was like, oh my god, I've really like pulled a whole like singer songwriter. Well, and there's some kind of like I just did the World Cafe Live. I just did an XVN series Mm -hmm. with John Batiste in the, which was really cool because Naeem was in town, and there's a song on the record with Naeem. He's the only person on the album, and he's it's so beautiful, right? Great, yeah. And um, it's it almost sounds like like we when we wrote that bridge, there was all this arguing about like the bridge of that song because I wanted something sort of almost like built to spill ish, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of like long, and everyone's like it's too long. I was like no. And all of you get vetoed anyway because it's my album, so shut the fuck up. You know, like I'm, I'm going to be a dictator. But Naeem wrote those lyrics. Mm. My brother and I wrote the music. And he came in and he was so nervous to sing. It was so cute. He came into the bedroom uh-huh. and he was like, I'm going to face the wall and just look at all these pe- people. And he said, I literally was literally looking at a picture of David Bowie mm-hmm. on, my, on my teenage bedroom wall. And then he kind of like sang like David yeah. Bowie. He sounds so good on this job. Oh, I can't wait to hear it's it. It's a lot of people's favorite song on the record. Yeah, I'm I like barely it. even on it. I'm just it's doing cool. harmonies. Right, it's he really... starts off and yeah. Well, and then I, you both come in together. And then we come in I together. Thought was, I thought that was cute. Well, there's, um, <laughs> I thought it was very cute. There's a song that I love, I love by PJ Harvey and Tom York. Mm-hmm. And it's on her album. And she wrote the music, but he's doing most of the singing. And yeah. she just kind of comes in and out. And so I was like, oh, it'd be cool to do something like that because we're such huge fans of both of them mm-hmm. so it's, it was sort of in that way like an ode right. to them um and naeem singing he's is singing like the whole time just and it's a little so different than what you've heard from him as well like, oh my god well you know what's funny right so like so i different. was um shout out reef the lost cause he texted okay. me and he was like yo i just started listening to your podcast he's like i listened to the naeem one mm-hmm. he's like i wish i wish i was like we we worked together more back in the day back like the there day. wasn't such division amongst like you right. know the, like the hip-hop and the and the indie and all that shit but anyway it made me be like oh god that was our first podcast i was like yo we're so much better now <laughs> but it made me go back and listen to it and God, the sound, it's so bad. Like the mic quality. And just like, even just like (laughs) our, we're just much better now. But Naeem was talking about, he's like, I'm trying to learn to sing. He in tried, that pod, he in that learned. He yeah, le- yeah. He's like the, I'm like, he's the most self deprecating rapper. But he, yeah. um, most rappers are so boastful. They're like, I'm the best. I'm the, I'm the goat. Like, I'm mm-hmm. the greatest rapper alive. Um, not Naeem, but his, um, I've had the the great fortune of hearing his album and and hearing it as he was making it, which was which was really cool. Mm-hmm. 
to sort of see how it evolved because I wrote and I made my entire album like literally front to back like from conception to mix in five months. It was like four years. We're such different. We have such different processes. I'm so quick and hyper and he's slow and methodical. And sometimes I get on him because I'm like, yo, come on, homie. Like you got to fucking finish. And everybody's like up his ass to do it. But I will give it to Naeem. Like, he really takes his time. And when it's done, it's so, it's perfect. Mm-hmm. It's so good. His album is so good. And he's singing on it a fair yeah. amount. And yeah, it's that's what he was really talking about. It's really good. Yeah. It's really good. So I'm like, you stop saying you are like learning how to sing. You know how to sing. Do you don't right. sing like everybody else? He's not some like Bruno Mars type. He's not mm-hmm. a pop singer at yeah. all. But. He has such a cool voice. Mm-hmm. And um, it so, what's the album called? It's called The Ruiner. Ooh. It's called The what, Ruiner. What inspired that name? The album, it, in it, like, the album is about a very, very specific moment in time and a very specific thing that happened in my life. Oh, okay. A, a, way, a while back. Okay. Really, it, it it really does tell a story. Yeah, that's why that's I, when I was texting you about the track order, I'm really torn because of the track order that I have right now, Joe. It like it tells a story. Okay, but I think the last half of the album might be like stronger, and a Sometimes bunch of like industry are. people, like a publicist, was like, "You need to change the track order." You, they want you to lead with the story. Yeah, ones. which I get, but then it's like this is really a really deeply personal album for me, um, and yeah, it's about something really specific. Mm. So it's it's. I feel like it just yeah. I have to kind of keep, keep it. it. I just I do. Unless you want to do like the old like nineties um, like. Gangster slash hood movies where they start with some crazy <laughs> shit at the beginning. We're like, but hold up, before we get into before all we that, get into we gotta all that. start back. Well, <laughs> you know what? I have a new song that I wrote that I kind of want to put on the album. I'm like, if we have time, I'm trying to like squeeze mm. it in. I'm, but I have to. Tr- I, I'm like literally tracking it all next week. Yeah. Um. So we'll see. Fingers crossed. I mean, I still have time. You know. I but. mean, I said like I said to you before. It, it's. It's such a personal thing, obviously, and so different than anything you've ever done before. You're Mm. obviously not trying to cater to any one thing, so why even compromise at all? Like, you might as well go all the way with it. Yeah. Since you've already gone there, like, 90% of the You've already kind of said fuck what anyone else wants, so you might as well, like, go 100% and don't, like cheat at all did you ever consider going especially when you're still in la going in a country direction and maybe getting with the uh, producer diplo <laughs> and working okay, wait, can I country, tell you guys country music <laughs> okay so listen i grew up listening to a lot of country really? and bluegrass because of my my father and his family okay. they sing bluegrass they play bluegrass and americana and like really get into it you heard there's two songs on the album that are a little mm-hmm. kind of country-ish. Yeah. And I remember when I finished the album, I was like, oh my God, everybody's going to think I pulled like a fucking Kesha. And they're going to uh, be like, oh, she like went fucking country. And yeah. um, and I, you know, I wanted to, I, I do want to be clear that I still rap. I have a rap song on Naeem's album that is so rap. good. We're going to talk about rap. Mm-hmm. I love rap music. I still r- like to write raps. 
Um, I performing rap music is the best shit fucking ever for me. It's so yeah. fun. I yeah. um as much as I like playing the guitar, like that's more fun and hype. But I did this, you know, I wrote this album two years ago. And then, like, lo and behold, here comes, like, Diplo Nas X. You know, yeah, it's just yeah, like, yeah. what? I, I die over the new look. I'm kind of obsessed with it, actually. Mm-hmm. And he is kind of a country bumpkin, really, at the end of the day. I mean, the right. man's from the it's goddamn... Full, full he's come full yeah. circle. The man is from the fucking Everglades. Right. Like, right. I bet he actually could, like, wrestle an alligator. Yeah. Like, I think, <laughs> I think he has. <laughs> I think he definitely has. But the country persona... It gives me nothing but life. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's hilarious. People I'm s- like country. I mean, country music is great. <laughs> I don't know about the country they're putting out. Like uh-huh. that, it's not the kind of country music that I would listen to. Yeah. But, you know, good for them. Mm-hmm. Like, good for him. Good for you. Like, you know, just like it's a different, that's a country world I don't fully understand. You know, mm-hmm. who's like putting out good country music? I don't know that. I'm still, I'm still, I, I, it Peck. was never part of my life at all. Never. You never nah. listened to country music. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I, I can see me like liking it. The, like, I feel bad, like what what's like, happening now is very like, what's that fucking like Florida, Atlanta, Georgia, Florida, Fl- line Florida line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not Atlanta, Georgia, uh, the county line or something. Yeah, it's like very like, line. it's kind of like a country version of like a jock jam. Yeah, yeah. And I yeah. feel like that's what's happening now. Mm. That is not the <laughs> the style of my. Well, I mean, you also got like Marshmello doing it too. Right. Wait, word? Yeah. Yeah. So they're all going country. Yeah. Oh, all, fucking yeah, yeah. kill me now. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. so. That's it. Over, I'm going heavy over metal. The, I'm fucking going <laughs> full you know, vomit heavy metal. Over the holidays, I was, uh, I was down south. In Tennessee, and because uh, that's where you're from, wh- right? Yeah, Tennessee. one of my uh, nieces, her 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 new husband, he was just telling me that a lot of like uh, I don't know, I think this is probably Diplo and Marshmallow inspired, but a lot of country artists themselves are hitting the road with DJs these days and not traveling with full bands. What? Yeah, so it's just them, their guitar, and a DJ. Like that's just like the the that's the that's the effect it's had on the industry in that respect. That yeah. is really interesting. I mean that's wild. Yeah. But also, you know what? Cost effective. Let me tell you. Right. Touring right. with a band Definitely. costs a lot of exactly. fucking money. I, I mean, I spend so much money on the Santi Gold tour. Mm-hmm. Just like with a touring with a backline is like, and I never had things I never had to think of. Right. I was like, Chris, Ron, Pace, just can you guys just like set it up? Yeah. Like I don't know. I would like sleep yeah. during sound check. <laughs> Like, can somebody just, like, check my mic? I don't right. give a fuck. I'm going to sound like shit no matter what. It's right. a fucking rap show. Right, right. Like, the fuck. But that's, I mean, I would imagine the cost is probably yeah, a I big factor. But but the fact that, like, shit's changed. Yeah. And having a DJ is yeah, aesthetically cool. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of crazy. Would you do it? Would you DJ for, like, fucking, I don't know, like... I would probably become a country singer and then find a DJ before I would DJ, for, DJ a for a country artist. for a country artist. What about you? You were a touring DJ yeah. for artists. Yeah, it's not it's not a bad deal if it's like paying well. Depends on what the pay yeah, is. Yeah, like it depends. Job, yeah, you know? I'll fucking DJ for Tim McGraw or whatever. The fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't even know. Yeah, but yeah, whatever. That's so. Yeah, it's a weird world. It's a weird world that I'm not. 
and don't really know much about. Yeah. But it's huge. Like, we just don't know because we're not, like, in Texas. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, or, like, Florida. Yeah. Florida. You know? Like, I'm sure my cousins, like, fucking love that shit. Mm. They're going to be like, you know Diplo? Right, right. Like, oh, my God, I didn't even know who he was. But, yeah. like, now he did this song. Oh, my Philly family, like, all moved to Florida. Uh-huh. Yo, he's so hot. I saw him. I saw him on the prices, right? I saw him. On, yeah, exactly. Like that's that's come on down. Mm-hmm. They're hilarious. What what rap are you listening to these days? You know, I'm listening to Megan The Stallion, and uh, that stuff I get. She it. really got me. She's just been dropping such good stuff lately, mm-hmm. like back to back. I text you about. <laughs> I was like two minutes. I feel that. Ride or die. Yeah. And this may or may not be a controversial opinion. Uh Uh-huh. I feel that ride or die is the best two minutes of music (laughs) since please, please, please let me get what I want by the Smiths. Okay? Whoa. Just two minutes of greatness. Yeah. And I'm just going to say it. I could, I love that song. You know, when I, when that first came out, I was like, I still play it. It didn't be, it didn't become as big as I thought it was going to be. Joe, ride or die for you. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't really. Like, didn't speak as to soon you as, it, no, as a woman. No, it when spoke it dropped, to me. it's it's like, yo, this is hot for the club. It's yeah. ready. People like it. Blah blah blah. It, it didn't never last. climbed though. It's because it's only two minutes. She only has like one rap verse on it. I think if she had given it more, if they made it more of a real song. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it is kind of like a. Uh, the last half of the song is just. <laughs> it's all beat. But yeah. she's also diversifying like her portfolio shop. right now. Right. But she got. She's got that. You know that phony people. With uh, featuring Megan, that new song, uh-huh. she's got like a, she's in the forbidden the tempo. One with uh, Normani, or no, 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 not no, that but one. She's got that this one's one. called "Fucking Around," but it's spelled F K N around, uh-huh. and it's got that kind of Bruno Marsy kind of feel. Oh, and she's just got it. a guest verse on it. Oh wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's, fe- she's, so this, she's and, and it's like one eleven, you know, the forbidden tempo, like we like to call Ooh. it. Yeah. Oh shit! Oh shit! I don't know about this right here. I love it already. I love her. This is, I hear songs like this, I immediately think of you, Mike, because you're just like <laughs> the, the biggest proponent of Lizzo's juice that's ever oh lived. Oh, my God. Wait, who's, who's this? this? Phony PPL. That's the singer. That's the artist. And then Phony people. I'm going to skip ahead to the Megan in a second after we hear this. <laughs> yeah, that bass line. I'm in love with his slang. Who I love a thug, keep it hood when we bang. I got a man, but I'm fucking around. Cause I'm young and I can't be tight down. You got a girl, she got nothing on me. But we young, so we both do the same thing. That's cute. Yeah. I, I don't know what's going to happen with that, though. I got to be honest. That song, um, to me, it could I don't be know. Really it could be really Or it could not. That could be the last time any of us hear it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> One or the other. Yeah. I think she's going to do like, 
I mean, I love a feature. That's the only way I ever want to rap ever, you know? Because it's just like, all you need is just like, I had 16. You don't need like, a, a whole rap song is just a lot of rapping. And I think that Nikki, she's she's going to pull it. Song Yikes. Megan. Oh, Nikki and Megan? Megan An- Trainer. <laughs> oh, I saw that. Does she? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I saw some video that was like on the Shea Room or something. It was like a video of like Megan... I almost called her Megan the Trainer. <laughs> Megan the Trainer. Megan the yeah. Trainer. Yeah. She was like crying because Nikki was. I mean, I probably cried. That's like my joke. That's Mike's when, troll. Whenever people ask me, like, "Yo, you got any Megan?" I'm like, "Yeah, Megan Trainer coming right oh, up." But, uh, no, I hate it. I fucking hate it. I hate that shit so fucking much. Yeah, as someone who loves pop music, like, yeah, I agree. Like, I, that's I love not, pop there's music. There's something about there. Yeah, there's something about that no. style that's just not. No, 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 no. That's yeah. never ever ever gonna work for a man. Right, right, right. No, I don't ever want to listen to. That Megan being Trainor. said, this song isn't that bad. I mean, it was, I heard a little clip, but I don't know, man. I, I, we had this conversation last time, like I have such deep respect for Nikki yeah. and love so much of her music. Um, and I just think she's just such an incredible writer yeah. and vocalist and lyricist and all of those things. But she's losing me. What's she's up? Yeah, what's yo, the- Megatron still hits in the club, yeah. What's yeah. the verdict on Yikes? How are we feeling about Which one Yikes? Is Yikes? That's the brand. Didn't love. Like, didn't love. Which this I'm one? just kind of over This is Yikes. This is just her. This is just new It's Nikki a new one. Single. When she talks about Rosa Parks, she's like, get up. That was tacky. Oh, this is the new Nikki. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, this is cool. It's nothing super new, but I like it. Yeah, How, you think this is gonna be I think it, necessary? I think, I think it will. No, it's not gonna be necessary. This is not. It's no. going, but but amongst the Nikki fans, it's gonna. It's, yeah. Yeah, that line was tacky. <laughs> Why did she say that? What'd she say? Rosa Parks, get your ass up. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I mean. I mean, what the young money camp has never been afraid of a. Uh, no, I a love an ignorant line, yeah, but yeah. I'm saying like. I just feel like, I, I, I listen, I, I mean, I am friends with fucking Plastic Little. Like, yeah, I yeah. clearly, uh, and, and right. Naeem and myself, mm-hmm. I've said a lot of ignorant shit. But something about that from her right now felt huh. extra just eye roll because I feel like, I don't know, man. She kind of saying the same shit over and over and over. And like, I just wish she would not be so. What would you like to see her do? Yeah, I would like to see her have more fun. Yeah, I would like to have see more her fun. She just so you didn't like the Megatron joint. I mean, I didn't love it. No, you were you were mad at me was for it, liking it. I was I mad? You were, no, maybe then it grew. You shamed me. me. Did I? Shame yeah, you me? shamed me. And no, but it grew on you a little. Yeah, like, yeah probably. Did. Hot, but man. a lot of her stuff is like that too. I feel. Mm-hmm. I just wish that, you know, you're married, like you're a grown ass woman, you got all that money. I think she, she she really she really made bad just PR moves by not just sort of embracing the next wave. She of, made bad PR moves. Like she shouldn't have never gone to war with Cardi. She should have never done no. that. Because Cardi was appreciating her just like everybody else. Because like for years she was the queen. Every she was the only. Mm. 
rapper she's on the, the radio. She's the only woman rapper on the radio and then for years. Once the you know, she just I don't know. She should have she should have embraced that shit. People looked up to her. Yeah, and, and then, well, and now it's interesting to see all these young women who are rapping. They are coming together and they're doing songs together. Yeah, and. I really like that. Like indie, mainstream, all of it. Like there's so many women killing it right now. Yeah. And they, there does seem to be more of a camaraderie. Speaking of a collab, you know, uh, Kamaya? Uh-huh. Uh, she's got a new one with Trina. Oh, shit. Set It Up. Uh-huh. Very good. A little West Coast jam with a little Trina in it. Why you finna have me sitting around stressing, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh-huh. See, that's. I mean, I think you should just leave the unhealthy relationship. You don't continue with stealing his credit cards. You just, you know. I mean, where's the fun in that, right? Oh my god. I'm skipping ahead to Trina. I fucking love it. Yeah. I'd love it if Trina was on a bonafide smash hit in 2020. That would be cool. She started. She deserves it. She deserves it. She's so fucking good. The original Miami. You know. Look at them thighs. Look at this. That's great. I hope I he mean, hasn't I been texting it. too many bitches because she's going to spend a lot of racks. It's a lot of racks. I was thinking the other day of how there was kind of like a 90s, uh, it wasn't like a hot girl summer, but there was like a lot of random uh, women rappers from like, I guess, um, I was talking with the bouncer. Like he always wants to like talk about 90s shit. We were talking about like uh, rappers like uh, Nonchalant uh-huh. and uh Boss, do you remember the boss? Oh, I remember Boss. Yeah, this was all around the same time. There was the Brat, obviously, mm-hmm. at Rage, Afro Puffs. Like there was a similar thing. Their aesthetic was was more uh, it was harder. It was, it was harder. Yeah, it was like I'm trying to fit in with the boys. Was mm-hmm. like kind of like their even style wise. It was yeah, there like, was no. They weren't like sexy. A lot of they weren't trying to be yeah, sexy. Right, yeah. yeah, and um, but it it just made me think that there was a time before where there was kind of like all these random girls making rap but not but not, not quite like what it is, it is right is now, now no not no i'm just saying because right now there's like but that was like the last time right right it other right like between them so two long. it was then there was just maybe like one queen was, that would pass the baton right now yeah. there's like little foxy brown little kim to uh to missy to missy. To, to nikki right now we're yeah. talking like 15 to 20 really known female rappers in mm-hmm. the game yeah. oh yeah like, you know making noise all the time like maybe 20 is yeah, that's a It's really like the year estimate. for like women in in rap. Yeah. I think this year is going to be a good year. Which makes me so happy. I want I want you, you know? to, uh, to partake. I doubt it. I would write, you know, for other people. I would do like What's your hesitancy to rap? I just feel like it's for young people and and like we had this conversation no, last night on we the text. Saying, yeah, I think you can be like the like the the, the adult rapper, the old school partier, like the regret Ooh, about how you still like to, but you gotta like, you're like, 
you're, but see, uh, then you're it's torn, like, you know? but see, the the thing with that is then it to me it gets jokey, and I don't no, like jokey not. rap. It's not jokey, especially from white people. It's not jokey. Sounds like a mockery of rap music. Do you think to that me. was jokey? What she was just saying, talking about no, smashing no. her dudes, like that's what I'm, I just think it's an older version of that. An older like, just version, like an honest, like I mean, I'm a flawed individual, and I and I don't give a fuck. Yeah, and and you're all gonna relate to it because you're all flawed too. Yeah, so rapping you know? about my divorce. <laughs> <laughs> Divorcee rap. <laughs> Yo, I would kill it. I'd take all, Liz, like all the, Lizzo's like, middle aged fans. Right. That's like all the um the what's it called music of like the seventies, like Stevie Nicks type shit. Yo. That was like divorce music. It's divorce know, like, music. You know. Just make divorce music. Right. <laughs> no, well, it's funny, you know, like I'm not yeah, I don't know. I think I just like love what's happening right now so much. You just want to observe it and as a fan. Yeah, as a that's fan, cool. like I don't yeah. know if I have anything to contribute that that's like that's better than what they are all contributing. Well, like, I wouldn't it's say, so good, I think. I Some wouldn't say you you would contribute to be like in on that. I would just say like it's something that hasn't been done. It's something do. that hasn't been done. But if you don't want to do it, you don't want to do it. I have been wanting to rap mm. like recently I wrote this Newsflash, bitch. Newsflash, bitch. You're nasty. Should should sample that at the beginning of the I mean, we were were talking about about it. We were like, we're going to sample that. Um, But I did. I wrote this song, uh, this rap song for Duke Dumont, which was really fun because it was like this big, like sort of gay house. Yeah. Uh, well, that's the thing. There's a lot of that in the house world now too. And I that I really enjoy uh-huh. that style of rapping and music. Yeah. Like, and for me, it's really fun. And if you do get to perform it, it's fun because it's always in these Up-beat, like really fun yeah. nightclubs mm-hmm. with like, you know, good music and good people. Yeah. Um, but I, that that kind of charged me up a little bit to like. Also, like I got a lot of anger right now. Mm-hmm. Like I'm mad as shit. At a few mm-hmm. people, like I'm, you know, like I got a lot going on. That's why I'm. In, that's why I post the therapy selfies. But yeah. I, <laughs> so I don't burn a motherfucker to the ground. Who, who, who you mad at? I mean, I can't say it on here. I can't say it on the internet. Um, I'm mad at the person that is involved with the scenario of the ruiner. Certainly, mm. I'm mad. Uh-huh. I'm mad at. I'm mad at my dumbass ex boyfriend for being a fucking clown on the internet. I'm mad at like you know. Mm-hmm. I'm mad at some some people in the world. Yeah, you don't gotta you don't gotta get first. But but I mean I mean that's the truth, and yeah. I will talk about you in a song. So right. if that's that's just what it's gonna be. But um, I find that it's more fun to write rap songs when you're angry mm-hmm. than like any other style of music. Yeah, because then you could really go in. Mm-hmm. I'll talk about your mom. Right. I'll talk about your dad. Yeah. I'll talk about your dick. Yeah. I'll talk about your badass kids. Yeah, your, we your, this is what your messy ass kids and your messy shit. ass house. Uh. <laughs> you know? I'll talk about it. Don't trip. I'll spin a rack for every. <laughs> I'll spin a rack for every hoe you text. text it. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm not, you know. Right. But I, yeah, I think that rap music is really good for that. It's mm. very emotive. You know, I I think. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. Maybe Naeem can can get me to do something. Yeah. Like I how how I don't know how to be good at Twitter. Yeah. I don't understand it. No. It never made sense to me. I think you just lock in and you kind of like mentally stay there or something. Yeah. You can, yeah. you kind of have to um. 
I feel like just like envision that like all these people are listening to your every yeah. word, like that Kanye style where you just tweet like yeah. a, a rant. And you know, eat, but it might be twenty tweets that just tell this well, whole continuous thought process. Totally, but I also think you have to be cool. You have to be like you have to like being a little argumentative. Like yeah. my favorite people on Twitter are people that like are argumentative. It's it's frog mm-hmm. or like what was it? This was a while back. Like and a uh, rock Rockticons, yeah, and the A track and the A track thing. Yeah, I was yeah. dying. Yeah, yeah. I Frog was, got involved in he that. He got involved in that too. Him and Craze got in a big uh, beef over that. Oh shit! Did they? Yeah. Because Frog was probably more Rockticon, right, and right. then Craze right, was more right, Alain. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it just—it's funny to me. I, you got to really be willing to go there. Yeah, I went gotta, there once today, with yeah, to Ryan Adams, and you then I got blood blocked. Me, right? I you, went in on Ryan Adams, and then all his fans came out the woodwork, and I got oh the guy. From not Brian Adams, no Ryan yeah, Adams, no, no, no. and then he blocked That's me. I'm like, you little bitch. I don't even know who that guy is. D- good, yeah, <laughs> he's a troll. Um, Ryan, Ryan Adams. Adams, the singer. Uh huh. He blocked me. <laughs> the on only Twitter. the only Adams we acknowledge is Brian. Is Brian he, Adams right? Isn't Ryan Adams like a, an accused? Like, he's rapist? yeah. He got me too. And let me tell you something. As a woman in this industry. Mm-hmm. I know all about that all these real. dudes. We've yeah. been talking about all of them for fucking over 10 years. Yeah. I'm telling you, there's some shit that will eventually come out mm-hmm. about people yeah. that we all know who they are. Yeah. Some of us know them personally. Right. Some of us just, you know, some know of us know who they are. They are. Yeah. But girls talk about this shit. We've, sure. been, we've been known that Ryan Adams was trash. I've uh-huh. been known that. Yeah. I've been hearing about him for since I was 18. 18. Yeah. Who is he? He's 20 years. He's a singer, songwriter type dude. He plays like. You know con- who he is? You know who he yeah, is. He was a big deal for a minute. Yeah. Ryan Adams. What Ryan songs Ad- he he's do? What, what songs he do? What songs? <laughs> <laughs> it's like my mom. He, would it How be would I know him? Was he, he, was, he, on a, he, was, he was a big deal like seven, eight years ago. What well, songs he, he was like kind of a big deal around like when the Strokes came okay. out. So around that era. So maybe even longer. Than longer. That. That's yeah. 20 years ago. Shout out to the Strokes. Shout they out just to the Strokes. Bernie's uh, yeah. party in New Hampshire. Yeah. <laughs> also, shout out to Fabrizio Moretti, who just put out the drummer put out a solo album in like December. That's so good. It's kind of like new say wavy. his name again. Fabrizio Moretti. I just I like Fabrizio is just Fabrizio. A great name. If I was Italian, called, my name would have to be Fabrizio. It would have to be. Yeah. You tell people that's your name, and they're not. Like, you gotta have you. commitment. You gotta have spaghetti in your pockets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, I don't think he says it like that. That would be hilarious if he was just like, I'm Fabrizio. Moretti. So, so, so what are you saying about this Ryan so Adams? So this Ryan Adams guy, he used to kick people, it with them a lot back in the day. Uh-huh. And then, he yeah, and he, I think creepo. he had a bit of like a drug issue as yeah. well. He was like doing dope and shit. Mm-hmm. You know, how everybody was like on dope in the early aughts. Yeah. Um, still are. Still, still are. <laughs> still are. Oh, I think that I remember stories about him. He would kind of like prey on like up and coming singer songwriter women. Girls. And he yeah. would be like, oh, yeah, I'll help put you on. And then he would. Oh, just be and then be such a. Couch fu- yeah, and such a fucking like leech and a creep. Right. And like, he's the type of dude. I think they said it in like the New York Times article, but I've heard this. I mean, what's what? what do you say when you're. He allegedly, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, allegedly would do the type of shit where you're like, pay attention to me, pay attention to me. He sort of would be super gross and slimy and, mm-hmm. you know, 
molesty with these young yeah. women. And then when they finally put boundaries up and they were like, yo, it's like, I'm going to kill myself if you don't text me oh. back right now. Like, he's like that fucked up. Like, he's just gross. And um, I'm not here for him. I'm not here for his fucking... His apology. I mean, the I said as like the the phrase "carry yourself with the confidence of a mediocre white man" mm. has like never been more um, appropriate for anyone other than Ryan Adams. Huh. You know what I mean? Like, I just I'm so disgusted by men like that. Yeah. So, you yeah. Say I mean, you I, say I, look, I look forward to. To people kind of getting exposed. I do too. And you know what I'm when they do? The sh- I'm waiting I... for the other shoe to drop on a lot of people, man. Yeah. It's going to happen. I, 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 I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't really believe in karma. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, don't, I don't either. I think you know? that sometimes you need to get it yourself. I believe that you need to fucking move the earth in that direction. I, I personally believe that. If someone has really wronged you in that way, uh-huh. sometimes people get their karmic retribution. And I do think that's real. But sometimes I think... Your karmic retribution is me speaking the fuck up. Right. Is me calling you out. That's a great point. You know, like you have to stand up for yourself. There are, yeah, there's a lot of things I have heard over the years. There's a lot of Ryan Adamses out there. Oh my God. There are so many. That haven't hit the surface. No, in music, it really hasn't happened. When you have Kesha and Dr. Luke. Right. Mm -hmm. At Ryan Adams. Um, No. I mean, I, and I can't that scenario think of like a is ton. so common too, of like an up and coming woman trying to do her thing, and a more powerful uh, dude in who's who's genuinely in a position to help them. Yeah, you know, and then exploiting that oh, power totally. dynamic. It's I it's feel, super common. It, oh, it's so just common. that it exists. Um, not even saying that something inappropriate happens, but that relationship is so common. The, the actual, yeah, the dynamic right. is always there. Mm-hmm. I cannot tell you how many times I've gone into like what would be a writing session or, you know, some sort of like. Being like, yeah, let's do some it, And that's like shit. the producer like trying to turn it into a date. Yeah. And you're like, but I'm here to work. Know. Yeah. We're that's here to all work. the time. I can, I can, I can, all the I can time. only imagine how hard that is to navigate. Yeah. Um, I've, I've been lucky. I've never had like a dude put his hands on me. Right. Like that. Well, no, that's not true. There's one person that mm-hmm. tried it with me. But see, my natural, I think, like, response mechanism in, like, fight, flight, or freeze yeah. is to fight. Sure. You know what I mean? Do like, you want to out them right now? Because New I York Times article is next. Germantown, I don't. Man, right? That's I the don't. thing, too, right? Yeah. I'm from Germantown. Yeah. This pr- Y'all all know who it is. Right. <laughs> y'all all know. You probably know this story. I probably told it to you, like, a million oh. years. This is, this is from before I was... Like Amanda Blank. Mm-hmm. This is from some shit, just some dude I hung out with. But he was he was like a person people know. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only reason, the only reason I have not told this story publicly, because mad people know it, and every single person I've told it to, they're like, yeah, Makes yeah. Sense. Mm-hmm. I think he has like real stuff going on mm-hmm. above and beyond just being a piece of shit yeah. or an asshole right. even or if like you gross. remove that they still no no problems. i think something yeah. else is going on and he didn't try to like sexually assault me or right. anything like that he just got hot with me and got a little too little too handsy he got, got handsy yeah and amanda mm-hmm. got handsy back <laughs> oh fuck you up you know don't hands, don't hands, don't hands. try it you know mm-hmm. so i think 
I, I, but I get that, that for so many women, the response is to freeze. Right. It's just right. to freeze. You don't different. know what to yeah. do. And I've definitely had like weird producer dudes like try to get kind of gross. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, ooh. And then it fucks with you because it's like, well, damn, does this person even appreciate my talent at all? No. And no, they don't. Right. <laughs> that's the fact. And th- so that's, it not only is it like a violation in terms of, the arrangement, but it's also like, oh, yeah. I thought, he, this, I thought this person was genuinely yeah, interested in my shit. Yeah, I thought that they respected me and my art. Yeah. No, they don't. They don't have any respect for anybody. Like they don't give a shit about anybody, and they think their music and their art is the best thing to ever fucking happen. And that's all the fuck they care about. That sucks. And I do. So I think it's going to be really interesting because it's happened in yeah. every virtually every other industry, but ours. Right. Like here and there, you hear stuff. About certain like DJs and producers mm-hmm. and stuff, but it never seems to really go anywhere. Yeah, because everyone like still needs that person for something. Because it's and it's a boys' club, man. It is a, know, a boys' club. It's a boys' club. Everyone still needs that person for something. It's just like with with like the R. Kelly thing. Like he's he's officially like canceled, quote unquote, totally. because he's no longer making anyone money. I don't know what what could you even say oh to someone God. who's like inevitably gonna have to deal with this stand up for yourself in the moment like stand if you if you can stand up for yourself and get the fuck out i promise you there'll be better producers to work with there'll be other people to work with i have worked with so many producers that are really successful Mm -hmm. like i was thinking i was thinking about this the other day boys noise is like really i think he's gonna have a great year this year Mm -hmm. and i've worked with him countless times yeah and um he has been nothing nothing ever but a complete gentleman. Yeah. He is kind. He is thoughtful. He is respectful. They, you know, never made me feel uncomfortable in any way. Right. I've never seen him do that to anybody, man or woman. If you are not being treated the same way as they are treating the the male artist in the room, do not make music with them. There are other really, really talented people that will treat you with respect. Yeah. And that's the thing too. It's, um, it might... And those people play themselves eventually, so... Yeah, you know. hopefully, right? Hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> oh, God. Hopefully um, that should happen. Because that's the thing, too. If you're, When you're younger, you might just be so uh, desperate. To you're just de- you are. You put up with so much anyway shit. That um, it is easy to take advantage of that state of mind. But you're saying, like... Yeah, have try, your guard... Like, it's understandable yeah. if you don't. You know, yeah. maybe act the like whenever shit happens, you always think back like, oh, I should have did this. I should have like, done this. I should have said that. Yeah. Or something, you know? Oh my god. So like, you don't want anyone to feel like bad about the way they handled the situation Never. that was not their fault. But um, it's yeah. Do you, if you could like get something home to someone, it's like just like fuck them. Like it, thing, yeah, because yeah, remember, a lot of these people are not your friends. Right. They are not oh, your friends. God. They might pretend you won't to even, be your you friends. Won't even remember their name. In you, five years. I couldn't. I couldn't <laughs> tell you some of them. I'm right. like this yeah. guy was. I think yeah. it was at like Warner Brothers. Uh-huh. Like I, you know, like this weird engineer or like yeah, whatever yeah. it might be. These people are not your friends. Mm-hmm. This is a business, so treat it like a fucking business. Go in there, and if they're not ready to work, then you fucking roll. Yeah, get the fuck out of there. Do you know what a man said to me recently? Mm-hmm. This just it's like sort of in the same vein. He told me that when I was going on tour with Santi, he said, "Now you know, uh, are you using in ears or are you are you doing wedges?" And I said, "I use wedges. I don't I don't like in ears." 
So I use I use uh, wedges, and he was like, "Now you know that you have to make sure that they they plug them in." Right, little mansplaining. He told me that I needed to tell the sound guy to plug me in. I said, "Yes, I also know what end to sing in on the microphone." Yeah. Like, are you fucking yeah. kidding me? It was the rudest, dumbest thing I have right. ever heard a man say to me. Yeah. I know to plug in. A speaker. Yeah. Like, are you fucking kidding? And it's shit like that. Like, dudes would do shit like that in the studio where they're mm-hmm. like, I'm like, oh, like, I'm really having trouble hearing myself. And then they come in and then they get real close and then they come behind you and they put their arm behind you to like turn the dial on oh, the talk Lord. box. And I'm like, really, dog? Like the First of all, I know how to do that. Showing you how to do a pool shot or uh, <laughs> swing a baseball bat. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on. Let me let me show you how to swing your golf club. It's like one of those things. Like, don't do shit like that, guys. You know, you not you guys, but right. that's the. And if and if a man is doing that, yeah, then he has issues with boundaries it's the tip of the iceberg. and and professionalism and, the, and like don't work with tip. them again. <laughs> don't work with them again. Yeah. Because yeah. you know who's never done that to me? Right. Switch. Yeah. Boys noise. Right. You know, Naeem. The guys you work with. The guys yeah. I work with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, fuck that. Right. Yeah. That's good. I'm glad we got into this because it is stuff I think about a lot and it is such a, a relevant topic. It's a relevant topic. And it's one of those things where women are, we're so conditioned. We are so conditioned to just be polite and be cool and like, or it's to just, okay. To chalk it up. As to like, chalk ah, it up. Oh, he's just a little flirty. It's fine to be flirty. Like I'm probably like, a, I mm-hmm. think I'm probably a pretty flirty person. Yeah. But like read a fucking room. Yeah. Like know your audience. That's what it is a lot too. It's just like emotional intelligence. It's yeah. Like, like you it's don't like, yo, understand. You can't see that this I just because for my I just see it as a DJ in the club, like and the way dudes yeah. with girls. And like yeah. I because i I'm constantly watching people reading faces. Oh, totally. And I'll just see like dudes like hit on girls and I'll be like, This fucking guy. Like, look what do we look at? What are you a clown? Dude. Yeah. And then and then it's like, okay, the girl's obviously like not interested. No, but obviously, you, that does not to stop everybody you but from him. Persisting, yeah, mm-hmm. and I just I don't get. I mean, obviously, that's the exact opposite of my personality. Oh, you We're, ain't got to you. You got to shut me down about once. I'm out yeah, of there. Right, exactly. Like you can see, you like, can these aren't see hard signals to pick up. Well, and it's like, yeah, if you have a if you're a single man, right, and you're a DJ, and say you're DJing with another single woman, and like. You guys are friends, and there's a there's an established relationship there. You understand like what like the physical boundaries would be, mm-hmm. um, as far as hugging or coming up behind each other on the at the uh, at the DJ booth or being in tight quarters. Now, if this woman is married, there's a different boundary. Yeah, yeah. Or like if you're in a relationship, there's a different boundary, and it's like just shirking all of that and mm. not giving a fuck. I think in those spaces as well is also really strange to me, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like it's, that's kind of weird, but I think you just have to, yeah, you have to like, just, it's People hard, man. People are weird. <laughs> People are so weird. And they ah. never stop and it never ceases to amaze me, even though I shouldn't be amazed anymore Mm-mm. at how weird and crazy people are. 
they still continue they, they will, to get weirder yeah. and Yeah. And are any of us normal? I, I, I don't know. I say, I, and I don't say it judgmentally. No normal. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I, I can surprise surprise myself. myself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I surprise myself every day uh, right now. Like, holy, holy shit! shit dude, yeah. you're a fucking weirdo, man. We're nuts, man. We're all we're all fucking nuts. <laughs> Everyone's crazy. Everyone's capable of being a fucking scumbag. <laughs> Everybody, I I say this so much lately, like. Anyone is capable of anything, mm -hmm. and I firmly believe put that. Them in the, put them in a, the put, right spot, the wrong spot. The wrong spot. Mm -hmm. You never know, man. You never know. I went to Drake night. I was smoking blunts. I haven't done that shit in fucking oh, ten years. Shit. I did smoking blunts right in the in the in the venue, right in the club. Right? Can I say that? Of course. Oh yeah, I was smoking a blunt right by the stage, and I was like, Amanda, take your ass home. You are too old for this. Nah, nah, don't think of it like that. I mean, unless you feel that way, but don't think of it. I mean, from I an wasn't feeling it thing. in the yeah. moment. I was like, oh hell yeah! I try like, not Drake. to like smoking blunts right now. I try to only give those type of thoughts uh, credence if it's how I really feel. How I, yeah. If I honestly like. No, I don't really feel, good feel about that way. It, yeah, I feel good about maybe it. Maybe <laughs> it is something that looks dumb to like society. Then I try not to care. But you know when your internal like I'm like, all right, is like dude, yeah. Flip, all right, relax. Go home. <laughs> Go home. I did not have that monologue at Drake Night. No. I was feeling it. That's what's up. Drake Night is fun. Um on. Can we start talking about how I haven't smoked weed in like Four days. Oh, you have really? it? And the fucking dreams are just out of control. What um what really? what prompted this? I don't know. Just just a cleanse. Yeah, every couple of years you I like to try to go for like a month or two and see how long I can go without smoking just just because I don't just know. to prove yourself you're not a fucking junkie. <laughs> sort of, yeah, yeah, no, something like... Nothing says junkie like having to prove that you're not a junkie. Oh, I, yeah. <laughs> I did that in January with uh, I'm, I think I'm, I'm more right now addicted to this dreaming thing, you know, because I don't know if you know this about weed or not, but if you smoke weed every day like I smoke weed every day, you just don't have dreams. You don't remember them. You have them, maybe, but there's not that vivid thing going on. Mm -hmm. And now it's just like... I got like three, four days in a row where every goddamn night is a fucking adventure while I'm asleep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and and now I'm like I'm like I'm strangely kind of like really craving that. So addicted I'm like dreams. addicted to dreams. Dream so I'm chaser. Like, I'm You're a dream chaser. You and yeah, me. Exactly. So <laughs> so I figure like I go the more I do this, the more I'm gonna have these like dreams that I can wake up and so still would think you about. prefer like a really intense dream while you're asleep or a really intense Relaxing high when you're okay. Awake. Here's the thing: it's <laughs> like, like which, which one? Do I you think prefer? that I've actually s smoked so much weed for so long that it, it's just rare that I get high. high. It's yeah. just, it's just, I and, and it, it's, it's yeah, yeah. It's just, it's, it's more. It's, it's just like a habit. It's like almost like people that smoke cigarettes. Like right. at this point, it's you just, just like do it. it's just like a thing. I just do, and I'm like, you know, I don't have to. You know, I actually know that I'm not physically addicted to it right but then i don't know it's just, you it, just you probably, do it well you, you probably just need it. a break and then after a week you'll probably smoke again it'll be like oh, it'll yeah, feel nice yeah but i'm gonna try yeah, to go i'm gonna try to go a lot like, i'm gonna try so to go stoked. a lot longer than a week because here's yeah. what happened the last time i did this a few years ago i went on a heavy writing binge i like started writing a lot more when i wasn't smoking like bars mm -hmm. no nah, not bars not necessarily <laughs> just just like you know, just, just, yeah, just I don't know, random things. Uh -huh. At the time, it might have even been Facebook posts. Right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, this is years ago. Hey, look, Riz is still writing. Um, but 
so I feel like it somehow in strange ways, like it sort of stifles creativity or something in a way like where, you know, obviously people be like, well, you need to smoke a sativa, bro. Right. But <laughs> that, yeah, but I mean, I am, sure. I am like more of a, a sativa guy anyway. I like, I, I don't know. I just, I like to recalibrate. That's where I'm at yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. I just I like to, I just like, I love, I love, I love marijuana. I mm. love it to death. Yeah. And I'll probably smoke for the rest of my life. Yeah. But I like to take these periodic breaks. Well, and you one appreciate of, it. Yeah, one, exactly. And one of those, one of the, the, the main result of these breaks, the thing that hits you immediately on like day two is, holy shit, there's a whole world of dreaming that I haven't really been doing. And when I was younger, I used to have really vivid like adventure dreams, like I'm yeah. Joe in outer space fighting yeah, bad guys. And I miss that. And now I'm now now they're back. I kind of and it's kind of kind of overwhelming. I hate dreams. Yeah, they're just I, so weird and bizarre. No, they fuck with my like with my psyche. They they can at the worst, but even like just when they're just neutral, just dumb weird shit. And you're, like, <laughs> you're just like, why did I think? Why well, was so I just hanging yeah. out with the dude I worked with when I was 16? Yeah, at the, at the movie theater. Yeah. Why were we just hanging out with Joe? Yeah, right. you know? <laughs> Every, like, all this is trapped all in my subconscious. People from different parts in your life come together. And you're like, why? Why are you okay, all here? I'm back in high school. Back in, yeah, God. <laughs> Which I ne- class, never want to go back there. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what class I need to be in. Yeah, that's crazy. I I tried to do that with like booze. I did like a dry January, I, a dry ish. Uh huh. I went on a dry ish. I broke it when it, I went on a date, and I was like, no, I need to like. Loosen up. I need to have a drink and like smoke a little Um That's tough. That as someone who's sober for seven years, it's that, going on a date sober. Spot, yeah. Oh my god, no! Like, like absolutely not. Take some getting used to. You can do it, but you got. It's like anything. You got to practice. You got to practice. You got to fail a few times. Well, also, it's like, well, what do you do if they're like, "Hey, do you want to grab a drink?" It's like, right? You know, wasn't like this. Like the. It's this, such like, a common dinner. thing to just be like. To just be like, yeah, that's yeah, just meet do. at a bar right. and have a beer type thing. That seems like the best way to go on a first date to me, because mm-hmm. you are like, well, if you suck, I can cut the fuck out. Right. Um, at dinner, it's like, well, it might take a little I longer. I have a little suggestion for the best place to go on a first date okay. in Philadelphia. It's the 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 big Whole Foods, the giant, Whole the giant Whole Foods. Okay. That's where you go because. In case everything's going, I mean, because they have a bar in there. Oh, they do? They have a bar in there, yeah. And in case things are just going bad, you can always just kind of slip off and buy some groceries and go home. Yeah, you're like, you know what? I totally forgot. Or you can chill out at the bar and be real social. Okay, that's a good one. I'll, I'll, I'll go there. They also have like little mini restaurants in there too. So you, they have like a Dees and Goff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They do. They I just love Dees and Goff. Yeah. So that's uh, that's my little suggestion for okay. date night for all y'all single folks. Yeah. Single now I'm just drinkers. like you know it's like dr- it's always like drinks, drinks, drinks. Right. I'm getting I drinks see, tonight. I'm totally like used to just being in a bar not drinking now. You're you're so used to it with yeah. a club soda mm-hmm. and just like I don't even think about it. Um. Now, if the other person doesn't drink, which I haven't been in a, that, that situation, that would be weird. Then you just have to f- coffee or something. Like yeah, that. then you it's coffee I mean? or f- food, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. I feel like I always date, like, drunks. They're Everyone always wild. Drinks, I date the wildest dudes. <laughs> Jason Musson was, had me dying the other day, Whatever. making fun of my type. Yeah, I, I went over there, and he was like, oh, my God, you you have such a type. And, like, as much as I love your ex, like, he was not the type. 
He was like, you he need to date. your type. Yeah, like, yeah. M- like my dude, a great guy, great, right. like wonderful, wonderful man, but um, not like my typical type. Yeah. I think that was like me being like, I'm going to be in a really serious, yeah. mature, adult relationship. We'll uh-huh. probably get married and have kids. Mm-hmm. And then like a couple years in, I was like, bitch, you don't want to get married and have kids. Like, you don't want to do any of that. Right, right. Um, and so now I'm back dating fucking like dudes from Kensington. Fuck. <laughs> Scumbag graffiti writers. Yeah. Oh my God. Like literally, <laughs> literally. And I'm like, what are you doing, Amanda? And Jason was like, you know, you need like a heart of gold, but like somebody that really likes to fight. I was like, oh wow. no. Kill me now. I'm back in Philly I'm a dating like Philly bulls. writer. I'm 45. And- Dude. Dude, I'm only going younger though now. I'm, I'm only going good younger. Good for you. Yeah. Only younger. Nobody older than me. Nice. Nice. I'm trying to find Just cougar vibes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really my thing these days. Well, because I'm like, Instagram kind of feels like everyone's like, oh, would you ever do a dating app? Which is like, no. I don't do well I, on I, I wouldn't. But I just don't do well on them. Not, not a swiper? Yeah, I don't. I feel like it's too confusing. I get like weird enough people like on the internet saying weird stuff to me that yeah, it's like gotta be crazy for as a, a woman, you know. Yeah. And but interesting, I have had like so. I don't know if there's like a radar that goes up like when you're single for the first time in a long time. But Instagram's like the new Tinder, I think, because like DMs the, my DMs in. are yo, they're wild. Yeah. They're wild. There, there is a, um, some weird motherfuckers on there. There is like a let's uh, say some crazy shit to me. I feel like you just recently like you be posting up them them thirst traps too, though, don't you? Yeah, sure. Sometimes. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> so that you know, you I gonna, love a thirst. I love. It's the only kind of photo I want to post. Everyone's like, you gotta post a photo of you like playing the guitar, and I'm like, that shit ain't sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a picture of my ass. You know. Yeah, I definitely have some. I don't have like a ton. I'm not very good at Instagram. I'm not. But yeah, it's, and it's always like dudes and bands and shit. Like I got a lot of dudes and bands. And so what is it's, uh, all right? So let's let's. This is a unique opportunity to get mm-hmm. into the perspective of the woman Instagram uh-huh. user sure. and uh, what she encounters. Like, mm-hmm. what, what is a what is a what is a cl- typical DM? Uh, that you might get. Is it? I want you to sit on my face. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, I want to lick your asshole. Like okay. shit like that. Yeah. I get a lot of really gnarly stuff. Um does it work? Yeah, is there a way to f- <laughs> <laughs> Is there a way that that's phrased where you're like, "Hmm." <laughs> is it strict or do you do you check out the profile? If if it's not an insane like pickup yeah. line um, sometimes I click, sometimes I don't. I am very big on like the vibe and of like course. right now I'm sort of, I am like, I got somebody I'm vibing with now. So I'm not as like curious about these other dudes. Right, 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 right. Um, no, I'm not like that. I am not that boy what crazy. Would be, what would be one that gets your attention? Well, the, the, the kid that, 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 that I've been. That you're hanging with. Yeah. yeah. It's on the radar. That's on the radar. Mm-hmm. He what, was what, just cool. I don't remember what he said. Like, he was just like, hey, you know, I haven't seen you in a long time. How are you? Okay, Looks you like know, you're back I'm, in Philly. Yeah. I met time. But I thought that was cool that he was just like, oh, hey, what's up? Like, how are you? You know, yeah. like, it's been a long time, you know? Mm-hmm. I'll take you out for a drink right now type shit. You know, right, kind of right. like just be cool and confident. Direct. But don't be like, yeah. 
Yeah, don't be like nasty if I don't know you. Right. You could tell me you want to eat my ass at the end of the night. You right. can't like say it yeah. before I've even seen you in person. Right. So, you know, that's okay. that's where I'm at, but with Instagram, I don't know what most girls feel. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that sounds pretty normal. I I just I can only imagine the fucking hellhole that is the DMs of a girl's Instagram. Oh yeah, and it I saw do you know who Drea is? She's she was on Basketball Wives. No. She's like a big like she's a known like person influencer i would say in like she black said, hollywood you just said the i word yeah influencer yeah she was she was on a tv she was on a reality show for a while she mm-hmm. dated some like <clears throat> famous athlete but she uh i saw she, she posted something the other day that she was like yo my dms are so trife yeah. she's from philly mm-hmm. and she was like my dms are so trife like dudes with like two-day-old kids and shit and yeah. that is real like yeah, yeah, i'm like yeah. dude i know you got a girl right, and you are right, you are right. you are hitting me hard right, or like right. you got kids mm-hmm. or like some shit like the dudes with girls that's always the one that gets me yeah. I'm like you got a wife yeah and kids why yes. are you hollering this hard some people just don't give a fuck some dude. people do not it's yeah it's wild and like dick pics too sometimes i'll get those and i'm yeah, like is ain't fucking grinder like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> i do not want to picture your weird dick and they're unsolicited oh I, I have never in my life asked for a dick pic ever. Has anyone even woman? from guys you were into? That's just not like. Is that? Like- I've gotten a few dick pics from dudes I'm into that I'm like into it, but you, you know. Didn't ask for it. But I never, I've never asked for it. Right. I can think of two dudes whose whose dick I would want a photo of. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. That's like. That's it. Yeah. Did you ever counter that by sending a dick pic back? <laughs> oh, that's what I, that's what now I should do. Mine. Yeah, here's mine. Here you go, daddy. I, oh, that's what I should do. That's what I should do. Yeah, just have like a stock dick photo. I do. I like need a, a really stock dick. A weird one. Like, like the one who's got like a... I need one a weird got one. The nuts. <laughs> just like really yeah, what about that? long ball, Larry. Ball type. picks. Do you ever get ball picks? Just balls? No, never the balls. <laughs> just the just balls. the balls. No, no, guys, don't send pictures of their balls. Just the just the dick. Maybe that's where we're going wrong. Yeah. No, <laughs> actually, no. No, I take it back. Hey, hey, check it out. This is where the pee Definitely is stored. <laughs> the pee is stored right here. Do not ever send a picture of your balls, please. No. Trying to empty these drones. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, no. oh, man. No. I feel you. Well, I really liked this guy. This is a personal one. This is a very personal we got into one. The deep. I think we should probably end, uh, end on a song. Know, Shout out to Cosmo Baker for uh, oh, being Cosmo. the first person to put us on to the great 645AR. Do you know this person, Amanda? No. Mm, and uh, we're going to listen to Ford a Trap by 645AR and we get our, get our Go squeak, ahead, Cosmo. squeak on. Kind of like some R&B chords. Love. Beautiful. I can't even. Oh my God. (laughs) 
He's spitting. Literally. <laughs> this motherfucker's spitting. We do it all for the trap. All right. I think I got. I think I get the gist of this song. <laughs> this like reminds me of something that's really big on the internet right now, and I can't think of what it is. But I, I think mean, this, this is, is a style. Yeah, this yeah. is a thing. <laughs> oh my God! Stop it. Where's that guy from? I don't know. Let me. I, I feel like that's Detroit or something like that. It that just, is really me being old and having no understanding of what I No, I think heard. that's intentionally that's supposed to make be, anyone right? feel the way we just felt. Um, it's got to be from Detroit. <laughs> it does <laughs> seem like... Eight Mile. Um, he's from the Bronx. Oh, yeah. shit. Whoa. Did not expect that. Keeping it real, the birth of hip-hop. <laughs> 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 and that's the evolution of hip-hop right there That uh, is it Born in the Bronx, a 22-year-old artist Grew up wow. listening to G-Unit and T.I. Before moving down south at 11 years old Oh, okay, okay. So you got the southern okay. Alright, so that's, from the that's Bronx southern from, that's yeah, southern. That's a That mix. makes more sense yeah. And then uh, and then he said, you know what? I'm gonna squeak Nobody, <laughs> Nobody's ever squeaked like me <laughs> Squeak <laughs> rap And then he started squeaking He's gonna be Squeaking huge. in the club. You think that's gonna be huge? It kind of already is. Oh, as far as viral jokey, jokey things stuff. go. Yeah. But I did play this song in Brooklyn last weekend and everybody knew it. <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> there, but it's like you can't sing along to it though. That's the thing. But then if you watch the lyric video, you realize like the lyrics are terrific. It's just like a song about like not snitching and just keeping it real and shit like that. So there are actual lyrics. Oh yeah, yeah. So you just gotta watch the, and then you can squeak along in you the club. Squeak right along. <laughs> I'm gonna learn the lyrics to every one of his songs. <laughs> I can't wait to come karaoke. to Drake night. <laughs> Scribble up to karaoke like you got. What's his name? I don't even know. Six four five A R. Yeah. Okay. All right, guys. I love it, guys. I love you both. Yeah, I love you. Love you too. This Thank you for great. coming on the show. I gotta Again, pee so fucking like this crazy yeah, juice. Go I gotta pee. Go yeah. pee out your kale. I got. <laughs> Ard. Ard. 